Hey, this is Val. Hi, and this is Cam. And this is Their Eyes Were Watching TV, a TV and film podcast. Today is a special, um, unplanned, (laughs) probably pretty brief uh, Oscar debrief since, uh, I mean, you know, it was was pretty low-key and quiet this year, but... We figured nothing, we nothing eventful or yeah. historic happened. Yeah, it's pretty much your, you know, run of the mill um Academy Award show. Yeah. I don't why are we even doing this episode? <laughs> yeah, we've had some free time, so <laughs> <laughs> so uh to start out, the hosts this year were Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes. And I thought they did a pretty good job overall. I've laughed out loud several times. Okay. All right. I, you know, I unfortunately did not watch the Oscars. I just woke up to all the memes this morning. (laughs) So I found myself asking, well, how did did they do hosting? Because I hear shit about them. Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I think the way they had them doing stuff together, how they had them have their own like little solo moments, I thought was really good. Like, so the only, um, I guess, host skit or whatever that's kind of getting uh, some backlash is the uh, Regina's COVID protocol. That's skit. getting backlash? Well, yeah, because um people are kind of like well one of the loudest voices seems to be Piers Morgan so um (laughs) (laughs) but I will say because like you know we like me too is a relatively recent thing so I think at first like I was I thought it was funny like when she was just calling up um you know the bachelors who were there like okay whatever and then, like, she said the thing about, uh, and I did find it very funny when Denzel and Pauletta said John and David was home. <laughs> she said, okay, I'll make a, a house call. <laughs> but, yeah, like, the the thing about the <laughs> having to do, like, a deep throat swab, I was like, mm, like, it's, it's, because, I mean, let's be fair, if this was a man and he called up, like, four or five women up here like right but it's not it's a woman which is what makes it funny (sighs) yeah so I mean I feel like even if all that had happened like I don't think it would have been as big of a thing but then when Josh Brolin and Jason Momoa came out and she was like I have to do a pat down I was like oh because like also because I just feel like that was I feel like that was like unnecessary and also it just like made the skit to me go on too long like it I'm like okay like this joke is just like like let's end it I thought it was funny I mean I assumed they all knew this was gonna happen and or at least I mean Josh Brolin seemed pretty down for the pat down like he spread his legs does his little movie out he did yeah (laughs) he was into it and that's what yeah I'm pretty sure I'm guessing they probably like surveyed the audience to find out who would be willing to do it but I would be very shocked if Josh and Jason you know had not agreed to participate in the skit because Mm -hmm. that seemed too planned 
but I just feel like the visuals of it, like, I kind of felt like our girl on the other two, like, ooh, in this climate, <laughs> like, no, I, I, I completely disagree. I feel like, sure, equality means we have to hold everybody to the same standard, but mm-hmm. I mean men have you know outweighed the power balance for so long i think it's still funny when women behave in the way sleazy men <laughs> used to okay but, so maybe it was like a satire on that you think yeah i mean i do i think i mean it was a joke yes it was a joke and i think it was kind of playing making light heart of some of those very serious things that have been happening of lately i didn't i I thought it was funny. I didn't think it deserved backlash, but I mean, niggas will find anything to be outraged about. <laughs> yeah, I like. I definitely was laughing at first, but I think I did cringe a little bit with the pat down. Um, I just, I just wish we would have at least stopped it before that. Like, even though, like, I'm sure you know they agreed to it and everything. I just feel like the optics felt like oh, maybe, maybe we should have left this part out. I I think she could have went harder in the pat pat down, you know, grabbed a titty or something. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think you were going to say titty, so I'm relieved (laughs) that that's where you went with it. Uh, (laughs) So the butt cheek, you know, will squeeze. I mean, who wouldn't want to pinch Jason Momoa's butt cheeks? I'm just saying. True. Do it for I, the rest of us, girl. <laughs> and I did notice I Regina did seem like she was trying to be very respectful of where she was yeah. 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 I thought it was a funny bit. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I just feel like it went on a little bit too long, but yeah. And side note, uh Simu Liu in that red suit, I am obsessed with that look. He's from um Shang-Chi. Thank you. I was about to say he, I recognized him, his face, but I couldn't, I, the name did not register. Um, yeah. Okay. Were they up for an award or he was just there? No, he was just there. Oh, okay. Or I, I, guess, I guess regular folk, or not regular, but peers <laughs> can be in attendance. Yeah, even you don't have to be nominated. <laughs> Zendaya was also there. <laughs> but I think Dune, Dune was nominated. Oh yeah, Dune was nominated. And you know what? Um, Shang-Chi might have been nominated for, you know, like a visuals or something. I can't remember graphics. Um, okay. Those artsy ones. Okay. But yeah, love that look. I thought he looked super handsome. I mean, if it were me, I would have called up a couple other people. Like the Tyler Perry part. <laughs> like she had me at Bradley. She yeah. lost me a little bit at Timothy, but I get it. People think he's a heartthrob. But Tyler, girl, <laughs> not, not when Daniel is in the audience. Daniel Kalua. Right. Uh any number of handsome young black men, but <laughs> okay, Tyler. I'm glad I completely forgot because someone said the exact same thing on Twitter. They were like, I get like Tyler is for diversity, but like <laughs> Daniel Kalu is like right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> but maybe he was like, nah, I don't want to participate. And Tyler was like, I'll do it. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh but yeah, even like Questlove was there. I don't know. There was there were definitely some other folks who uh there were other <laughs> options. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah agreed (laughs) 
So uh, the show opened with Venus and Serena Williams, and they introduced um, Beyonce performing the Oscar-nominated song from King Richard, Be Alive. And, like, did you see that performance? Uh, I saw the clips of it and little blue in the front doing yeah. her little thing thing. Doing her little choreo out here with the girls. Uh-huh. <laughs> Showing them how it's done. She came up with all the moves. So, you know. I was about to say, you know, she choreographed this whole thing <laughs> and staged it. <laughs> but hey, you- y'all ain't doing it right. Let me step in. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, got Ashley. Uh, well, I don't know if you know who Ashley is. The dance captain ashley everett you probably not that deep no. yeah no, <laughs> she's been with beyonce since like single ladies days and she's the dance captain so i was gonna be like she's like blues right hand woman okay. but anyways so yeah it, the performance was in compton which was really cool and it starts out with these like black and brown kids walking down the street and then like there's one young lady who's like on a horse um just like riding down this Compton street and then they pan to what looks kind of like a tennis court so like everything is the color of like that neon greenish yellow that like a tennis ball is yeah Mm -hmm. including uh Beyonce's outfit and all of the dancers like they're all in uh the finest of Ivy Park so I was like what a great (laughs) what a great tie-in to have a sports line when you have a song from like a, a sports movie but really cool, really, you know, big performance for the Oscars, um, you know, to do something that's not just inside of the theater. But, and so I was texting with my mom throughout the show and she was like, that opening Beyonce performance was so good. Like, there's no way they would have her do a performance like that and not give her the award. And I said, now you know how these award shows like to play in Beyonce's face. (laughs) so I was like I don't know so when Billie Eilish won the award uh, the award for oh what's it called not a there's every day no time to die thank you no I was like die another day tomorrow never dies (laughs) like there's so many James Bond movies of dying it but yes thank you you know and I I liked Billie's performance but I was just like okay like Beyonce is never gonna like like she, Beyonce's not coming back for another eight years. Like, I just feel like these award shows invite her, like, especially the Oscars and the Grammys. Like they'll invite her to do these like huge, like larger than life, well-staged, well thought out performances just to not give her, you know, an award like this or album of the year or whatever else. And I don't know, it's. So is the Oscars where like your peers vote or is there like a, uh, you know committee somewhere in so know, there's the third story of a building making all these decisions <laughs> so the academy is made up so like sag well that's only actors but that's like literally where your peers just vote like other actors mm-hmm. but at the academy awards there's the like motion picture academy so like people you know like actors directors producers etc like they're you can be a member of the motion picture academy if you work in film basically so they're the people who vote on these hmm. yeah oh my 
guess she ain't got no fans out there <laughs> in the academy and you know i was mad but i was talking to a, a friend who is uh probably like the biggest beyonce fan i know and he was saying he wasn't that surprised because he was like they always give it to the james bond song and i was like actually you're right this is true because i think the last one was it skyfall that adele did i think that was a great song though yes she gotta do a she's gotta do a bond gotta do it yeah well maybe maybe that'll be next yeah (laughs) If, if idris ever becomes the black james bond maybe she could do that one (laughs) <laughs> a little obsessed reason <laughs> oh god <laughs> you came in my movie. house you touch my chest <laughs> so uh last i think it was last episode we were talking about the white man can't jump mm-hmm. uh reboots or remake or whatever mm-hmm. with um i was gonna say post malone what's that child's name <laughs> uh jack harlow <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> so they had a little reunion because apparently it's the 30th anniversary of white man can't jump wow yeah which (laughs) i gagged because what the fuck Um, (laughs) but yeah so wesley snipes rosie perez and woody harrelson all came out and presented an award together so that was that was cute nice i saw a picture of them wesley he, he looks thin like he's lost a lot of weight yeah yeah i did notice that yeah he's all right yeah yeah i I don't know i i I did notice that but yeah yeah i don't know if it's for a role or what so yeah Mm yeah um it was pretty funny because woody said something like uh been up here a lot of times but i've never won and then he said something like but presenting is where it's at (laughs) (laughs) I've always liked Woody Harrelson. He's so quirky. He's so fun. I think he walked so Owen Wilson could run. <laughs> oh. Huh. They both, you know, quirky, kind of weirdly attractive. Oh. White men. Uh, to I some. See, to well, some. I mean, Woody, yes. I don't know if I quite see it for Owen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Woody always kind of reminded me of like and he I probably because he did play Matthew McConaughey's brother in Ed TV like he's kind of reminded me of like Matthew McConaughey's like goofier like older brother I think he's older I think he's older yeah I mean interesting that you associate him with Matthew when he had a whole career long before we knew knew who Matthew McConaughey was (laughs) I'm not saying I only associate him with Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> but I just, I don't know. They just seem kind of similar vibe to me. Like, I feel like his character on Will and Grace was very McConaughey-esque. Hmm. If you remember that character, okay. like he would, that, that character would definitely like play bongos naked and <laughs> smoke weed. Okay, I was just <laughs> does does the real Matthew McConaughey do that? Yeah, you don't remember that. I he does remember. this. This was like, I mean, it's been probably fifteen years ago at least, but I can't remember if like neighbors called the cops on him or paparazzi just caught it. But it was this big thing that he was just like maybe in his yard or through the window or something. He was playing bongos naked. <laughs> 
I would have loved to see that. I would have called the cops on that. Pull up a chair. <laughs> oh, man. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. I will check this. Okay, so yeah, it was 1999. And he said he was naked high and playing bongos. <laughs> he said, I was banging away in my bliss. <laughs> so apparently he said he calls it a jam session and he decided to undress open his windows uh smoke a bowl while listening to the beautiful african melodic beats of henry de uh play through his home speakers what i didn't know was that while i was banging away my bliss two austin policemen also thought it was time to barge into my house unannounced, wrestle me to the ground with night six, handcuff me, and pin me to the floor. Mm. So, oh yeah, and he said, I guess he re- resisted arrest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, mean, I would too. You come to my house? <laughs> right. So, yeah, then he said about six more police cars arrived almost immediately, and then the neighbors gathered up. <laughs> Side to see what was going on so after and he said within two days like the naked bongo thing had become a huge joke so oh i i missed that i, mean, I guess i was like 13 12, yes. 12 i was like 12 maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a night of quite a few firsts including the We Don't Talk About Bruno performance where surprise guest Megan Thee Stallion came out? Okay, I was confused. I was like, I don't remember Megan in Encanto, but, you know, <laughs> right. I, I guess I didn't watch the closing credits. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I did not watch Encanto. People have told me. <gasps> oh, it's so good. Yes, that's the response I get from everyone. Uh, so when Megan came out, I was like, oh, y'all ain't tell me Meg was in it. Like, I'll watch this tonight. But then I asked somebody about it and they were like, no, she's not the movie. <laughs> no. That's, she must be on, you know how like, uh, what, what? Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. They had like a version that the characters would sing. And then there was the Celine and Peebo Bryson version that was mm-hmm. like on the radio. And then so they had MC she... Light on the remix. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Let me find out. <laughs> um, I feel like it's one of those situations with such a good song. We don't talk about Bruno, no. I, I know everybody loves it, so I'm, I'm behind. <laughs> it's a cute little movie. <laughs> so I have heard. But yeah, Megan was apparently the first female rap performance at the oscars which i had not realized yeah and then i was like but what about like <laughs> lady marmalade and moulin rouge but i think that was like the mtv awards <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely the mtv awards also because <laughs> i know exactly which performance you're talking about <laughs> but uh, also the academy awards it's only for best original song so lady i could have been nominated anyway yeah okay 
So moving on to the actual awards, Samuel L. Jackson received an honorary Lifetime Achievement Award at the non-televised Governor's Awards. And Denzel Washington presented the award to him. This is Samuel's first Oscar, even though it's honorary. It's crazy. I know. So crazy. I know. I was pretty surprised. I don't know. I guess in my mind, I just, well, actually, no, I knew he had, because there's a small number of black people. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, what serious stuff has he been in? Didn't He did, like, some, you know, civil rights lawyer type movie, racism, blah, blah, Oh, blah. was he nominated for A Time to Kill? For Best Supporting? That's what it was. Uh, Speaking of Matthew McConaughey. What have he done done? He was the lawyer in the time to kill. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, for a time to kill, Sam was nominated Best Supporting Actor at the Golden Globes, but not the Oscars. And he he won or no, nominated for an NAACP Image Award as well. Mm. Okay. Wow, no Oscar nominations. I'm kind of surprised. Well, I know, kind of. Well, I mean, I guess he he does more kind of comedic. I don't know. I feel like he's kind of all over the place because he's done stuff like um, what was Unbreakable, like the M Night Shyamalan movie where he was Mister Glass, and well, I was gonna say either like comedic or like superhero. Yeah, he's done that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, all the all the Marvel stuff and yeah, the Incredibles. Night. That's a great movie. I don't know that I've seen it. Oh, that's him and Gina Davis. <gasps> Pulp Fiction. Well, I guess that's that's comedy, sort of. I don't, I don't know. I've never what? seen it actually. <laughs> You've never seen Pulp Fiction? Not all the way through. No. Wow. Okay. I'm. I mean, I've not seen it in a long time, but I'm pretty shocked <laughs> that's that's a pretty big movie not, i don't really like quentin tarantino movies like that though i mean i don't either outside of kill bill um oh and jackie brown which sam jackson was also in but pulp fiction was kind of like i feel like that's where tarantino blew up yeah i mean it's cold classic but yeah. it's too many monologues for me <laughs> that's fair and I'm glad you brought this up because I forgot there was a mini Pulp Fiction reunion too last night. Hmm. Uh, Sam Jackson, Uma Thurman, John Travolta uh, presented an award together. And so Sam is at the podium, uh, you know, trying to present the award and Uma and John are dancing like they do in Pulp Fiction, like on either side of him mm-hmm. <laughs> and like and reciting lines from the movie. And Sam is saying something like, uh, you know, some people just stay in character forever or something. So that was pretty cute. <laughs> so back to the awards. Your good Raleigh sis, Ariana DeBose, won Best Supporting Actress for West Side Story. She's a Raleigh? We talked about this like two episodes ago. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> see west side story was did she deserve honestly i haven't watched it yet i don't i don't know many people that have so i i mean 
congrats to her. I just hadn't seen the new West Side Story and know whether or not it deserves to be in this running, I guess. Yeah. I wanted Miss Anjanu to win. But I did I did too. I did too, because Anjanu, you know, she's been around for a long time and I feel like she's, you know, finally getting the attention and credit that she deserves. So I was hoping it would go to her, but if it didn't go to her, I wanted it to go to uh, Ariana. So, okay, yeah, but she gave, um, I think she's the first Afro-Latina actress to win an oscar i believe because what i saw it said the first afro-latina queer actress so like i don't know if it's like if there's been another black or afro-latina to win (laughs) or afro-latinx person to win or if you have to add the queer to make her the first i'm not sure but she's also a first uh something oscar Well, good for her. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. And and her her speech was really, really nice. And she gave a lovely shout out to Rita Moreno, who of course originated the role of Anita and won Best Supporting Actress in 1962. And I love that because Rita was in the audience and it was it was really nice. Mm. Okay. Best supporting actor went to Troy Kotzer or Coatser, uh, for Coda. He is the first deaf actor to win in the best supporting category. His Coda co-star, Marley Matlin, won best lead actress in 1987 for the film Children of a Lesser God. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I thought his speech was really great. Um, it felt a little, uh, little emotional. Like it was, it was, it was really nice. Oh, now this might be a, a silly question to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, so he talks. He doesn't no, express no, so, himself. No, that's, that's, not, that's not silly. He was so he was signing, and then there was someone um like saying it like ah. over the um speaker or whatever. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, interesting, Marley Matlin, you know, I used to love that show, Magicians. <laughs> oh, God, was that the, like, sci-fi show you made me watch one time? Yes. And they, did a, they did a lot of, like, hand tricks or something? Yes, a lot of, a lot of finger spells and movements. Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but she was on that show, and she was a, a deaf actor, actress on there as well, using sign language. <laughs> she's deaf in real life so (laughs) you said like she was playing a deaf person on the show. well i'm saying i didn't know at the time that she was deaf in real life oh really yeah oh wow yeah i feel like i've been seeing her since like the 90s because i remember you know i didn't have no bedtime so i would be up watching like arsenio hall and I remember, like, she would be, like, I feel like she used to go in there a lot. And she Sit had. Hall and do what? Like, as a guest. Like, she would get does interviewed. She, does she talk? No, but she has this interpreter. 
and I can't remember his name but I'm pretty sure it's he's like this like her current interpreter I'm pretty sure it's the same guy who would be with her on Arsenio I think he's been with her you know for like three plus decades wow but yes remember she was always like really funny and like her and the interpreter were like funny together so yeah I guess I've just been like seeing her for like a long time okay okay (laughs) Marley Matins Matlin Stan okay (laughs) I really do enjoy her work (laughs) so best actress in a leading role went to Jessica Chastain for her portrayal of Tammy Faye Baker in the eyes of Tammy Faye have you seen that yet I'm not I'm not either and I really wanted to um I really like Jessica Chastain and but I I I just saw maybe like last week I think it's like finally on like a some streaming platform and now now of course I can't remember which one but I think you can stream it somewhere maybe Amazon Prime I thought I saw it recently too yeah but oh it was on the wow world of wonder app (laughs) wait the eyes of tammy faye was on world of wonder i think so you know like tammy faye's like you know big in or the gay culture is very into tammy faye baker for whatever reason i mean that makes sense but i thought world of wonder was strictly like well they have like documentaries and like random they have like some random things on there i I might be making this up, but I'm pretty sure I thought I saw it on the World of Wonder app. <laughs> I'm very curious to know if that's on there. Because <laughs> I feel like that's a big get for World of Wonder if it is on there. True. True. <laughs> Academy Award winning movie. That's pretty good. I really, I thought World of Wonder was just Drag Race, like, and everything that, like, is an offshoot of Drag Race, so. You know, maybe it was HBO Max. I don't really know. <laughs> A little different. different. (laughs) Are you looking it up? Oh, yes. It's definitely HBO Max. (laughs) (laughs) But they have have some Tammy Faye Baker documentary (laughs) on the World of Wonder app. (laughs) This makes a lot more sense. (laughs) I was like, damn, World of Wonder is really out here. Okay. (laughs) Let me find out. And of course, best actor in a leading role went to Will Smith for his portrayal of Richard Williams in King Richard. So uh, a little before he won that award, there was a small incident (laughs) that happened (laughs) when Chris Rock was on stage presenting an award and, you know, he was kind of commenting I guess on a few people in the audience and then he if you did not watch the Oscars or you've not seen Jada Pinkett Smith lately she um has like a shaved head right now like a very very low-cut hair right now um but last night um she on this green gown gorgeous looked really pretty Mm -hmm. and I guess the combination of the haircut and the dress, Chris Rock says something like, um, okay, like Jada, G.I. Jane 2, coming soon. And you see her roll her eyes. And then at first, like, 
Will is sitting beside her chuckles and then you go back to Chris on stage and I guess in that short amount of time Will looked over at Jada and saw (laughs) Jada was pissed off or you know really hurt or whatever by what Chris said Will walks up on stage and Chris is like "Uh oh here come Richard (laughs) yes and uh Will Smith reared back and slapped Chris Rock right across the face much to his chagrin (laughs) (laughs) He slapped the shit up. It was like last minute he decided to open up his hand. <laughs> yeah. that like, it looked like it was a punch. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what, at first, like, I guess, like, how quick it happened. And then also how, like, Will walked off stage. Like, I thought it was a fake slap. Yeah, I think he was maybe smiling a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, as he should. But... <laughs> But, um, like, I had to see, like, a side angle because, like, when we were just seeing, like, Will Smith from the back, like, to me, it didn't look like the, his hand connected with Chris's face. So I thought it was all staged. And the audience was laughing. So I think they also thought it was staged. And then... Till he went back to his seat. (laughs) Yeah, till he went back to his seat. And then the way I knew it was real was uh, Lupita Nyong'o sitting <laughs> behind Will Smith. So you could just see her head um, just over his left shoulder and she was smiling. And then Will says, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And then <laughs> you just, you slowly see her smile fade and then Will, and then Chris says, okay, I will. And then Chris is like, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth and lupita's just like (laughs) completely completely they're shaking the table now (laughs) (laughs) right these bitches are shaking the table so yeah so that's pretty much been all that people can talk about when it comes to last night's oscar telecast the slap her around the world as they're <laughs> calling it which is crazy that like the u.s like censored what happened i guess when he sat down and like started yelling from his yeah. seat like other countries had to share the video with us americans to know <laughs> what happened but my god what a, what a year to not watch the oscars <laughs> <laughs> And it was, it was so crazy. Like I really liked it because I watched the Oscars pretty much every year, but like I've had a really, really crazy couple of weeks. And so I forgot the Oscars were coming on. Like I watched the UNC game. Shout out to our boys, Final Four Bound. Oh, it's a ship. Okay. <laughs> so after that went off, I was like, I don't know, I was doing something else. Um probably trying to work on something for this podcast and then I was like oh shit wait the Oscar red carpet so I put it on there and then that was the rest of my night but yeah like I didn't even realize Beyonce was opening up the show like mm-hmm. like there was so much stuff I just kind of lucked into by watching mm-hmm. it but yeah this was and let me just say like outside of this one incident like I felt like overall it was a good show like okay. it was entertaining 
at the beginning of the show they had d nice like doing the music mm-hmm. and music was fantastic then they brought out um like a little um uh quintet or quartet cameras four or five people um which included sheila e and travis barker they sounded great oh both playing the drums well he was on the drum set and she was on bongos or you know like (laughs) i can't believe bongos has come up so many times tonight (laughs) you know like the other percussion instruments um, Uh uh-huh so yeah but yeah it was it was it was a good show oh and also i forgot to mention i think they're called like mr and miss oscar or something you know like the people who like help usher people off stage and go the right direction okay yeah so they were miss a and t and mr a and t north carolina okay. A&T. shout yeah. outs to north carolina yeah. shout, out, shout out to the 336 yeah so that was really cool and then i think didn't you send me that the announcer was like from unc or something mm-hmm. yeah I. yeah yeah north so north carolina out here doing the damn thing mm-hmm. through and through honey so yeah so back (laughs) back to this incident yeah let's talk about it (laughs) let's talk about it so i don't know do you want to give your thoughts first or do you want me to i loved it (laughs) okay we're on the same page we're on the exact same page loved it like my initial reaction was like oh my god yes like i I love when celebrities act like real people especially Mm. like I feel like Will Smith has been on this journey, you know, this whole red table talk, I feel like started him like really starting to let his hair down and let us see more of the real Will. Mm, And he wrote his biography and he revealed, you know, a lot of details in there about himself. And I think at this point, I think that man is fed up. (laughs) Yeah. I think he doesn't care anymore. Like, I also, I think Chris Rock's joke wasn't funny to begin with. Low-hanging mm-hmm. fruit. And then this woman has literally been talking about her journey with alopecia for at least the last couple of years. Mm. So it's like a very sensitive subject. And, you know, that's her husband. Yeah. He, you know, firsthand witnesses probably everything that she goes through in mm. dealing with that. and. I just I thought it was great like I thought it was great like should should you resort to violence Mm, technically no (laughs) but sometimes that's all people respond to okay (laughs) that's all they respond to now I do feel like if it had been like um Mike Epps or Cat Williams, would he have ran himself up there and slapped the shit out of them? Probably not, because they would have fought back. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But I I feel like it was warranted, especially if I think him and Chris Rock are like supposed to be friends or like, you know, at least cordial with one another. Yeah. And it's like you're you're making fun of my wife and she's sitting right here, dog. Like what what else am I supposed to do? You know, I gotta fight every night to prove my love. <laughs> <laughs> what else was he supposed to do? And now I wonder. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
No, go ahead. You probably about to bring up. No, I was just going to say, because you mentioned like Mike Epps and Cat Williams. I was thinking about like other black male comedians. And I wonder if they would have said something like that on this stage. You know, in a stand-up, sure. But like on a stage like this, like it just felt, because I'm like, regardless of her you know like issues of alopecia etc like this is the event that people especially women spend or say women and femmes like spend a lot of time like getting ready for and whatever Mm. like you are coming here trying to look your best and have somebody make a joke about Mm. your appearance period like it's just and just yeah to to make that you know he wouldn't have said that about any white actress that was there so so that too like (laughs) why why we got to be the butt of your jokes like there exactly. aren't that many of us here in the room and you're gonna talk about me not having no hair like right you know how significant hair is to black women mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know you literally didn't he have a fucking good hair like documentary was that which, yeah, which, no that was him and basically the whole documentary was like just making stereotypical jokes about black women wearing weaves and all this kind of stuff so it, like even that sucked I never saw it but my god it just it wasn't needed man like it wasn't needed and (laughs) to be honest like I lived for it I lived for it I I I heard some other opinions and perspectives but I still feel the same way but like who wouldn't want their man to like do that for them yeah show up for them in that way yeah and like there was just something about him like raising his voice sitting down that just like oh yeah. <laughs> <Just, laughs> that was sexy oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. fight for me <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like there was just something like i just don't know what woman wouldn't want their man to show up for them in that way and i think some people were calling him a sucker because he initially laughed at the joke. And then I wish cameraman was slacking, man. Like I wish somebody had like recorded that interaction of like him laughing, him seeing her reaction, and then him like deciding to do what he did. Cause that that's the part of the story that I'm missing. And I feel it, like no, go ahead, go ahead. I, was, I feel like there had to have been a camera, because the camera was on them and I'm like it's not like I know they switched the feed to a different camera but there has to be footage of that right god damn it (laughs) that would have been like (laughs) golden footage because people were saying that he he was really playing himself because he initially laughed at the joke and like Mm -hmm. how are you going to be offended if you laughed initially right and and to me I interpreted it as you know anytime if you're a person of color you're used to dealing with like microaggressions Mm -hmm. or you're used to just kind of fake laughing yes smiling in situations Mm -hmm. and I felt like this was one of those where like you're 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 just like knee-jerk reaction is to laugh but then once it sinks in, then you're like, oh, I'm gonna have to slap this bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I took it as too. And it kind of reminded me of 
oh I can't remember what the award show was but it was like just a couple weeks ago Jane Campion who won uh best director Oscar for um the power of the dog she was Mm -hmm. at an award show a few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago and Venus and Serena were there you know for King Richard and in Jane's acceptance speech she said um something like uh you know Venus and Serena like I have actually have to compete against men and you don't yeah so basically trying to say what she did was harder and so obviously they got a lot of backlash uh from you know especially black twitter and etc but Serena like clapped and she's like an above the head clap or Mm. overhead clap and then but Venus kind of had this like you know kind of like a smirk on her face but it definitely looked like all right like not too much (laughs) (laughs) keep it cute bitch so (laughs) I felt like and I feel like even with like I wish like Serena would have had that reaction but it's you know I don't know like in the moment like it's uncomfortable like with something like that and so it's kind of like do I show my like discomfort do I just kind of try to laugh it off like do I pretend like I didn't catch it you know like it's a really awkward position to be in so I completely agree like I think it was maybe a polite chuckle and maybe partially like he didn't realize like how much it bothered Jada and then after he saw it he was like okay and also Chris Rock made uh jokes about them when they boycotted the 2016 Oscar so white Oscars oh at, at that Oscar at this at year's tw- Oscar no in 2016 oh he made jokes about them while they weren't there yeah because that was the one that was hashtagged Oscar so white yeah and <clears throat> so they said they were boycotting it and they were like and he said something something about like to be fair Jada like you weren't in anything that would have been nominated or you know like you haven't been in Oscar movies so like it doesn't really matter if you're here or not so I kind of feel like he's just kind of been you know poking at a bear and will you know finally went off yeah I mean you think about it he he alluded to this in his speech like Yes, you sign up for this in this business, Mm -hmm. but he has been in this business for what, three, four decades now at this point? And three plus. Right. And even in like his autobiography, he was saying how like he's played a character for the world Mm -hmm. these last like couple of decades. Basically, you know, shucking and jiving, toeing the line to like be successful and be this symbol to the black community and all the while they have had to deal with people just talking about their marriage whether it's open or not then this entanglement (laughs) yeah stuff that happened a couple years ago so they've had I mean I just feel like he's a real person man like (laughs) behind the pile up of him having to deal with all this uh pandemic fatigue on mm-hmm. top of that and then it's like this is another black man talking about a black woman and her right. hair right like oh that's just mm. and i'll mm. say like i definitely feel like will smith has you know 
played it pretty safe. He's been very careful about his image, but I definitely wouldn't. And maybe you didn't mean it like this, but I wouldn't say he shucked and jived at all to me. I feel like he has he has made himself very palatable and safe to white people. Yes, I do. I do. Yes, but to me, there's a, I don't feel like he shied away from blackness. I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of someone who's done that. Um, because like Wayne Brady's coming to mind, but the, <laughs> no, 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 no. But the only reason he's coming to mind is because I feel like he got that stigma. And to me, I never felt like Wayne really, yeah, I feel like Wayne's just kind of a corny guy, but like he never gave me like sellout. And I was, and I would always think, why does Wayne get this and somebody else doesn't? And now I can't think of, of course, now I can't think of the person I'm thinking about. But I, I do feel like going back to Will specifically, like he's tried to be very, you know, very careful and he has definitely, you know, molded the public image he wanted for himself. But you know, like he's definitely done a lot of pro-black things. Um, well, I I don't say shuck and jive to say that he's a sellout, but like, okay, Will Smith didn't curse in his raps, and we heard him cursing last night. <laughs> you know, like there yeah. was certain like purity or like very like safe. I'm not NWA. I'm Will Smith. <laughs> I'm the Fresh Prince. You know? Also comparing him to like hardcore like West Coast rappers. <laughs> and I don't think it's fair to compare our late 80s, early 90s East Coast and West Coast rap because they're just way too different. Yes, but Will the Fresh Prince and Will Smith's persona mm. was much more mainstream i'll say than i'm trying to think who else is cat williams or uh i was gonna say chris tucker but he eventually went mainstream with all the rush hour stuff what about like another rapper who got into acting like ll cool j i feel like he's pretty palatable across the board yes but i don't there's there's I feel like Will Smith strategically crafted and calculated an image and a persona and it worked for him. It mm. worked for him. And I think now he's to the point where like, okay, I can be myself now. I can show a little bit more of realness, if you will. I can yeah. drop the facade a little bit and let y'all in. I just I wouldn't say he's in like the twilight of his career, but I feel like Will Smith is like on that level that like he doesn't have to worry anymore about white people and you know major producers putting it on, putting him on. He can put himself on. Oh, you yeah, know, like his his legacy is cemented at this point. Right. Like, I mean, I think he like did he bankroll? king richard or i'm not sure i'm just saying like i think he's to the point where like he doesn't he feels like he can drop the facade a little bit and that's what we saw yeah (laughs) last night yeah uh so for me i 
loved it because when i can't sing chris rock i <laughs> oh god i've been saying this for years and i think what maybe because i i used to like his stand-up like maybe like in middle school and like he even had a like the chris rock show on hbo which i really enjoyed like wanda sykes was like on that show like that's where pootie tang originated from like that mm. character came from that hbo show okay. so i really liked him but then like i maybe it was i think maybe it was watching good hair i think maybe that was like the biggest turning <laughs> point so that was like 2010 i think and i was i was very excited to watch it because i was like okay like we're gonna like dispel like you know the myth that there's such a thing as good hair like you know all hair is good hair there's nothing wrong with you know kinkier textured hair etc and the entire quote-unquote documentary was basically just him like like i said making stereotypical jokes about black women like he was i can't remember this he was in i have not i watched it literally this one time and i never wanted to see it again but i think he goes to like india or something and he or maybe he's just talking to like a south asian woman in the states but he does like travel i think to india but he says something like um you know if you see a black woman coming towards you run like yeah like she's gonna like want to like cut off your hair or whatever and then there's a scene where he's like in a barber shop and he's talking to these men about like uh you know oh is this why you like to date white women because you could do more with them they're not as concerned about their hair and then there was and they were they were like all saying some pretty ridiculous things <laughs> like a couple of them were like well i ain't gonna say all that and then one dude just like kept going he was like yeah i'll say it like that's why i like white women and it just like it just seemed like the entire documentary was to shit on black women and the stuff i was waiting for like well you know actually like I think this is true don't quote me on this but like I think like weaves and stuff like originated in Europe mm. and like and you know even whatever regardless of that like let's not act like there are not plenty of white women and you know just non-black women in general who you know wear weaves extensions or yeah. whatever yeah. and that's I love in um but seven rings Ariana Grande said like um what you like my hair g thanks just bought it <laughs> and people and some people got mad at that because they were they, they were like oh she's um appropriating black culture and i was like that's not black culture baby everybody buys hair yeah, so white women wear wigs too right so i'm <laughs> like if this white woman wants to talk about buying hair let this white woman talk about buying hair because we need to quit <laughs> acting like all like every non-black woman just grows super long thick hair yeah. and we and and stop acting like black women can't grow long thick hair yeah, yeah um and then also in that documentary no mention of you know wearing weaves wigs braids whatever as a protective style it was mm. all just picking at black women so mm. i think that was <laughs> the turning point for me with chris and i haven't <laughs> fucked with him since and if i get a couple more things you know, oh, like, <laughs> a couple more <laughs> and another thing so, <laughs> so he had this really weird story a few years ago about how he was at some party and tried to hit on rihanna do you remember that no 
Yeah, he said he tried to hit on Rihanna and he was shocked that she wasn't into him. And then she, and then he was like, oh, I realized like she sees me as old or something. Like, yeah. Like you're like old enough to be a dad. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And also it's not like you're like, I don't know, even like Diddy or like, I don't know, like, you know, older, like uh, Robert De Niro, like you're like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like Chris Rock has never been a heartthrobs or Brad right. Pitt. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Sex <laughs> symbol, he is not. Right, right. <laughs> so when Will went up there and smacked him for me, <laughs> it just felt like symbolic of just like, I'm just so sick and tired of Black women and Black films being the joke of, you know, so many people's jokes, especially our own people yeah so i'm just like you know this is as they say if you keep fucking around eventually you will find out <laughs> and chris yeah. found out so i'm like he he had that pop in the mouth coming for a long time <laughs> <laughs> and he's I mean, lucky like you said he's real lucky will smith opened that hand <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would say the city boys and the the naysayers are out there saying that Chris Chris Rock is the true hero of the night because he did not fight back and like what are you gonna do against bigger... Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's their argument that Will picked on somebody smaller than him who he knew probably wouldn't fight back. I'm like, uh, he's from Philly and Chris is from what Brooklyn uh, yeah. or somewhere in New Something York. Like, like yeah. they both from the hood like i don't know i just i loved it i loved it i loved it um it can't oh go ahead i was gonna say really quick before you leave that topic about you know will shouldn't have done that the only reason i wish maybe he wouldn't have done it is because i don't want any repercussions for him otherwise i thought it was fantastic but but like, what re- what repercussions? I mean, I guess the academy is reviewing it, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> I mean, well, well so but I was also going to say, and I, I'm very annoyed that people keep talking about Will's reaction versus the actual action that caused that to happen. Like, you got to hold Chris this accountable is, for what he said. This is the- true. Like, y'all y'all held Dave Chappelle to the fucking fire over mm. his jokes but nobody is out here talking about how day class a chris chris brown chris rocks, <laughs> chris rocks joke was about mm. her alopecia like that that's, that that's was a very good point that was messed up to me that's that's a very good point yeah it was messed up it, it was a bad joke and it wasn't funny Mm-mm. wasn't funny Mm-mm. And what you were saying about the Academy doing a review, I don't know if the review is just of the incident, period, or if they're thinking about, I think Will is in the Academy, or they're thinking about kicking him out, or uh, revoking his academy. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> or, shut up. <laughs> or, you know, thinking about taking his Oscar back, but I'm like, if they do they that... Be- they better not. They better fucking not take that man's Oscar. Are you kidding me? Are you <laughs> I mean, over a slap? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. I mean, they did mention, like, code of conduct and ethics, but 
come on <laughs> i mean come but on. listen if they if they do that though I, I feel like they can't do that because there's gonna be a lot of backlash about okay well if you're taking away his you need to go back and get roman polanski's woody allen's uh who else casey affleck just won a few years ago like there's a lot of people that y'all need to go back just because it's happened on the oscar stage it was quite tame in comparison to what a lot of your other winners and academy mm-hmm. winners have done oh sean penn like mm-hmm. yeah do what you will i guess academy i just i don't know what you're gonna do <laughs> but <laughs> you better not take that man's oscar okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> better not I also wonder his speech that he gave was that had he planned that because the tie-in to like protecting (laughs) women (laughs) just was a little too spot on I was like okay he about to he trying to justify his actions (laughs) through this speech (laughs) and you know something I didn't even think about till right now because like I was like ah, oh, you know I do feel kind of bad for you know Venus and Serena you know the other people in the film um just because you know, I don't want it to overshadow like the yeah. film and you know whatever but you know thinking about a lot of I, mean, I just mentioned somebody talking about Venus and Serena a couple weeks ago like mm-hmm. all the shit they have put up with since mm-hmm. they were little girls playing professional tennis like I don't, I don't know so i feel like there's a lot wrapped up in that slap so <laughs> yeah or i think what was it a couple of weeks before that was it sad or i don't, I don't even know what award show it mm-hmm. was but laverne cox made a offhand comment slash joke to the two of them about you know the entanglement you know no entanglements tonight and they just kind of like uh, uh, chuckled but yeah. you know the world kind of criticized her for that like why would you do that that. yeah so i do i think it's a build-up like he's fed up (laughs) that man's fed (laughs) the fuck up (laughs) did you catch the little and sorry because we're gonna come back to his speech but did you catch in regina's like COVID protocol uh skit where she was (laughs) like will you're married but it looks like jada okayed you (laughs) yeah i did and i liked it (laughs) that i feel like that is a joke that allows them both to be on it you know like you're kind of the bud but you're also a participant in it chris rocks was there was no participation (laughs) i agree and i i feel because yeah i feel like that joke wasn't punching down that was talking about something you know they've talked publicly about like we've all you know they've seen the entanglement jokes whatever like will even posted that meme of him looking sad <laughs> like himself and right. i also i assume i don't know for sure but i assume maybe you know jada and regina are you know at least somewhat friendly because they were a girl's trip and whatever yeah. Yeah. so i could see them talking about this versus i doubt she's having heart to hearts with chris rock about her alopecia you know so I feel right. like that the entanglement joke was, you know, a lot less off limits. Agreed. I, I felt like they brought it to the world, so they're expecting the world to run with it. <laughs> right, right, right. And while she did bring her alopecia to the world, that's just not something you joke it's about. Not, right. oh, you don't joke right. about it. Yeah. 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 Having a open marriage or you know being on a break like ross and rachel from friends (laughs) is a lot 
different than having yeah like a an autoimmune disorder right right yeah but um i like went off in a different direction you were talking about the acceptance speech yeah i just i thought it was interesting how he connected protecting his wife with what mr richard did to protect his family Mm -hmm. um some would say he justified his toxic masculinity but to me i i felt like i felt like there there was a huge parallel and lesson to be learned and it was a great opportunity to like tie the film in like you know people are people are constantly trying you and black men especially in that movie are put in a position where they have to defend black women mm-hmm. against other black men yeah that's a great point i also love that like he didn't apologize to chris he apologized <laughs> to the academy like I, I hope y'all will have me back <laughs> he apologized to literally everyone else in that room except for chris <laughs> he, he did put out an apology today he did he yeah. did today and I, I i mean i know these people have to do this but i kind of wish you wouldn't have you know just just kept it to like between the two of y'all if you apologize to him in your own time great but i'm glad that chris also apologized and you know acknowledged that his joke was tasteless and didn't need to be said okay so wrong i thought he had but then um, yeah i saw like literally right before we got on here because it looks like a vet nicole brown had like reposted that but then someone said i've been seeing this post going so it's at phil underscore lewis underscore um and he's a verified twitter account i've been seeing this post going around and it's not written by chris rock but by someone else trolling on facebook chris rock hasn't publicly apologized yet how the hell does how does this happen how do y'all do this shit And the fact that like so many people believed it, including me, both of us, I definitely I thought it was real. So say you said it to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds right. Because I because when I saw Will's apology, I was like, okay, but when is Chris apologizing? Because he right. Jada definitely deserves an apology, or both of them do. So let let's talk about these people out here uh, caping for Chris Rock. Oh God. I just, I know comedians feel like everything is up <laughs> for laughs, but not in 2022. We, we've mm-hmm. already established that like not all jokes are funny and not mm-hmm. all jokes deserve to be told on a national stage. And you sent me those things about like Judd Apatow and oh, his ass. Kathy yeah. Griffin, like get out of here. Like, yes, maybe you should be a little scared <laughs> that your jokes are going to have repercussions <laughs> and people are going to get pissed off and maybe slap the shit out of you because of them. Yeah. Maybe you should be a little concerned. Yeah, especially if you're, because there's plenty of comedians who don't go for that, I don't know, I would say shock value, but that's kind of um, mocking or chastising kind of humor so you know it's freedom of speech like you can say whatever you want to but freedom of speech does not protect you from repercussions and that could include being fired from a job or 
you know, getting the shit slapped out you. <laughs> getting the taste slapped out your mouth <laughs> on national TV. Um, right. And again, like, if it had been a funny joke, maybe, maybe. If there, yeah. if it had been like a knee slapper, maybe you would have gotten a pass as a comedian, but it wasn't funny. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't funny. It wasn't. Also, like G.I. Jane, like <laughs> like a movie from like 1998 or whatever. Like, thank you. Whatever. Like, okay. G.I. Jane, that's the best you could come up with. <laughs> right right lame yeah washed (laughs) as they say (laughs) oh man so after you know all that happened uh after i guess it was like a commercial break or whatever and then uh amy schumer came out and she was so earlier there was a skit where wanda came out dressed like richard williams and then Regina came out dressed like Tammy Faye. And she was like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be dressed like Venus. And she was like, I know, but like, you know, I'm just really I'm obsessed with Tammy Faye. I want to dress like a, a privileged white woman or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Wanda was like, okay, well, where's Amy? She's supposed to be Serena. And then Amy came down on a wire, like in the Spider-Man costume. <laughs> <laughs> so after the commercial break with the slap, Amy came out. And she was like, so um, I was backstage, like, getting out of that Spider-Man costume. Did anything ha- exciting happen when I was gone? <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny, like, light the air. And then they showed Will Smith laughing. So I think that was kind of, and then she just moved on. Like, I was like, that's not something we need to harp on. Like, let's just change the vibe a little bit and move on. So but during that commercial break uh i think you sent me the video of uh denzel washington and tyler perry talking to will smith the elders (laughs) (laughs) well actually i think tyler perry might be younger than will smith (laughs) (laughs) but uh well i guess if you know if he was using his badia voice then yes (laughs) (laughs) so uh they were um i thought that was it it was nice to see that video they were talking to him and then he walks back to his seat and bradley and bradley cooper yeah yeah bradley cooper comes up and hugs him and then after he sits down um a woman who i believe is his rep um who and i saw like because after he won his oscar and he walked backstage she was the first person to hug him uh so she was there and then Denzel came to Jada's side and was like consoling her because they from what I've heard apparently she was crying so oh dang yeah yeah so I'm I'm glad you know they had some some support yeah what did Denzel say when you you're at the top that's when the devil comes for you (laughs) right like Denzel calling Chris Rock the devil (laughs) devil <laughs> what did dark skin obvious say uh i met him once that was enough <laughs> yes uh janet hubert uh og aunt viv from uh the fresh prince of bel-air said that what'd she say his uh she said something about a spirit did i make that up <laughs> <laughs> it sounds I don't awesome. remember that but <laughs> i think she said maybe he was like mean-spirited yes i think that's what it was 
she was like he's mean-spirited and meeting him once was enough and I was like that's the vibe I always got so mm-hmm. do you think this will affect Chris's career at all <sighs> I I don't I don't really think it's gonna affect either of their careers all that much because mm-hmm. I feel like people are going like some people are gonna have sympathy for Chris seems like a lot of white people are Oh, another, sorry, and another thing. <laughs> that, that clip of Chris Rock with Jerry Seinfeld, Ricky Gervais, and um, sex offender Louis C.K., where he is uh, saying that it's okay for Louis C.K. to use the N-word. Mm. And he was like, uh, you know, but like, you know, he's like, you guys understand where we come from. Like, it's different if, if uh, Louis uses it, blah, blah, blah. And then Ricky says it because he's like, oh, you know, like to Jerry, like you and me won't use it. And then Jerry was like, but you just said it. (laughs) And Jerry, like, and I'm not the biggest Jerry Seinfeld fan, but he was like the only person who was like, I don't find humor in it. And I'm also not searching for the humor in it. So I'm not going to say it. But yeah, Chris was just sitting up there smiling, laughing, showing all his tea for them white folk. That's that's probably too far. Jesus, <laughs> just laughing and smiling and yeah it's all right you can say it so yeah i don't feel like he's gonna have any blowback from white hollywood if anything he'll be uh you know toted as like a victim and whatever and you know i feel like will smith is probably gonna lay low for several months to a year maybe and mm-hmm. you know i'll i i think he'll be fine i feel like you know something else is gonna happen in the next week or two probably some with the kardashians and nobody's even gonna be i'm just saying you know it'll probably (laughs) something like really random that everybody's gonna be talking about and this is gonna fade to black so that's true yeah so i i I don't really think it's gonna cause much difference for either of them it was fun to wake up to (laughs) yeah Oh, yeah, those memes have had me laughing since last night. <laughs> did anything else eventful happen? Uh, i trying to think if there's anything else eventful. Um, not that I can think of. Uh, the last thing I was going to say that <laughs> Coda won for Best Picture, which is, of course... I thought you said that earlier, no? No, I said uh, for Best Supporting Actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Coda won Best Picture, which is, of course, the biggest uh, award of the night. And it is the first movie from a streaming platform to win Best Picture. What was it on? Uh, Apple Plus, I believe. Oh. Yeah, that's why I have not seen it, because I don't have Apple Plus. I will say, I just... I just feel like this these these pandemic years of the Oscars have been a little. Eh, eh. As far as I, like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the movies that are being nominated, because mm. I feel like the the pool, or you know, the pool of work is oh, a little smaller. smaller. Yeah, and like to me, I don't, I don't, 
I don't think Dune was like a best picture. I didn't think King Richard was that great, honestly. <laughs> oh, I really liked King Richard. I, I thought he was okay. I didn't like to me. I I didn't see anything like Oscar worthy. Oh wow! Even Will Smith's performance and Anjani's performance. No, I I actually. There was something about the voice that Will Smith did that didn't connect with the the real person to me. Like he had a very distinctive voice, mm-hmm. but somehow Will's interpretation of it felt like uh, derivative, as they say. <laughs> like there's something about it felt like he was making a mockery of it. Like it just it didn't sound the way like I remember mr richard's sounding <laughs> hey mr richard <laughs> <laughs> he, he learned from that my angelou video <laughs> so like, like there was something like i never got and maybe this is just me like i never thought of him as I don't know just like I just felt like he something in Will's voice and interpretation of the speech pattern and maybe impediment that Mr. Williams had just didn't it didn't connect for me because maybe I, I think it's a voice that I've heard Will do when he's like making fun of like other people like when he was on Fresh Prince like something about it that that voice just I didn't love and it took me out of it a little bit okay but like I thought it was a, I thought it was a good movie I just don't mm-hmm. know like in my opinion I didn't think it was like a best picture or like best actor wow that's just me wow okay so I see you're on Chris Rock's side wow first of all <laughs> not at all I'm not taking away from his win by any means. I just I feel like I just feel like the 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 pool is a lot smaller mm-hmm. these last couple of years. It's not as much has been put out there. And I feel like this was maybe one of the I won't say it's the first year, but like most of these movies I hadn't even seen. Mm. I mean I I'll have to go back and like look at some uh like actual interviews with as you say Mr. Richard but (laughs) (laughs) but I do remember like after watching it like watching some interviews and like some of the stuff that was taken almost verbatim from like real life interviews and put into the movie which I thought was like really cool um but yeah I, I didn't really pay attention to the voice um so yeah I I really really enjoyed the movie and for it to be I think it was like two and a half hours um something like that like I felt like the pace was great to me it flew by like it did not feel like two and a half hours at all um so yeah I'm I guess I'm a I'm a fan (laughs) that's just just me (laughs) that's just me something about the voice takes me to characters that he played on yeah. like fresh friends yeah no I, that, I that makes sense that makes sense i could take you out of it a little bit and then i was seeing i think halle berry 
had done an interview with somebody. I don't know why Trevor Noah is coming to mind. I don't even know if that's for sure. But she was just talking about how, you know, she won the Oscar how many ever decades ago now at this point. And it was 2002, I think. So about 20 years. I think. I think it was 2002. Um, I thought I was being generous with decades, but good God. (laughs) (laughs) So she was basically saying that like when I won, that was supposed to like open up doors. And she was like, no black woman has won since and this year like no one's even nominated she was Mm. like i didn't i didn't really break down any barriers Mm. (laughs) i didn't really like open any doors for anybody else it was just you know kind of like you reach this pinnacle and you think your peers and the industry is opening up and they're really not yeah i mean even for herself like I remember her talking you know probably a decade or so ago saying like I won the Oscar I thought all these movie roles were about to start pouring in and they didn't yeah I mean well we'll see with this one I mean Will's not the first is he the first he's not the first black man to win well duh Denzel (laughs) yeah Denzel won for training day Sidney Poitier won for um what do you win for lilies of the field field yeah yeah Yeah, so just three and lead actor it's crazy yeah oh the last thing i wanted to mention about this year's oscars i had mentioned uh i don't know several episodes ago about the short documentary the queen of basketball about Mm -hmm. lucia harris and how friggin' good it was. If you have not watched it, please go watch it. Just search The Queen of Basketball. And it won for yeah. uh, Best Short Documentary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, the, I'm not sure if he was the director, but he went up to accept it. And he said something about um, how like women's, I think maybe he said college women's sports only get about 10% of the airplay of like all college sports and then he also said bring Brittany Griner home so he kind of used his whole interview okay. to talk about women's athletics so that was pretty cool yeah yeah Brittany is still over there dang yeah they said they extended her um sentence for like two months I think that's crazy yeah yeah so that's kind of scary but um yeah that is uh that is all I have for this little Oscar debrief. Yeah, this uh, short debrief turned into be something kind of long. <laughs> <laughs> Literally supposed to be 15 to 20 minutes. So, but here we are, what I'm sure is an hour. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, how does it go? Here, can you do the end things? I'm tired. <laughs> well that concludes our show guys thanks for listening to our debrief about the oscars uh you can find us on all the social media and podcast girls iheart music apple Podcasts, spotify audible podbean all those 
You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Their Eyes Were Watching TV and on Twitter at TEWWTV Podcast. Yeah. Bless you for doing that. So <laughs> uh, we hope you all enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah. Go Heels. Go to Hell Duke. Oh my God. Holy shit. Speaking of TV, yes, we play. Our arch rivals Duke on Saturday. Yes, and I'm so nervous. Oh my god! As long as they play like they did at Cameron Indoor, that's all we got to do. I think we'll be good. We'll that be is good. all we got, and they've been killing it through this tournament. So I hope they keep that fire going. They have, and Duke has barely been winning their games. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. Oh yes. That's so two, cool. just two games left, boys. Let's go. Go Heels, go America. Yeah. Tar! Heels! <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye!